Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. Today we have special guest Keith Garrett in the building, also known as Chef Ocho. He's the owner of All Flavor No Grease. He was born and raised in Watts, California, and has been on some of the world's biggest platforms, such as The Steve Harvey Show, Disney, and BuzzFeed, to name a few. Today you are cooking for us on the Eating While Broke Show. So what do you have me eating today? Well, well, good morning. It's Chef Ocho from All Flavor No Grease, and today we'll be preparing what I'll call a scallop sandwich. Scallop sandwich. We'll start with a lightly toasted white piece of toast. Then we'll put a little bit of salami on there with some American cheese, and then we're going to have an egg a little bit over easy with a touch of Miracle Whip and a dab of mustard, and hey... It's gonna be great. Eating while broke. Yeah, and you you speak like a real chef too. Oh yes. I feel like I'm in for a good treat. I hope so. So just for all y'all listeners, usually I don't grade the dish too hard, but lately I've been feeling in the mood to judge the dishes. Oh, so, it's so I'm gonna keep it all the way real <laughs> with y'all to tell you if you know you should probably be making this for breakfast tomorrow morning. Okay. So while you cook me a dish. I want to know where did where were you what were you doing and where were you when you were eating sandwiches like this? Cool. Well, can I get cracking? Go get cracking. All right. Well, where I was when I first how could I put discovered this fabulous cuisine? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually about eleven years old at my mom's pad, mm-hmm. and it was towards the end of the month. It wasn't much left in the refrigerator. So it's like, oh, I'm still hungry. So what are we finna eat? So it's like you got top ramen in there. You got some bologna where you got the little red thing. You pull off with your teeth oh, around yeah, there. Yeah. You feel me? And you got some salami. Yeah. Keep eggs in there. Eggs and milk that normally stay in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Keep a little butter or margarine. A lot of times we couldn't find a lot of knives in the house. Mm-hmm. So I actually brought back memories just using a fork. Oh, oh, yeah. we have that butter knife. No, it's cool. I'm going to oh, use the fork. This is okay. scallops. Oh, okay. That's why I say brought back memory. Oh, so you really trying to do it. Yeah, By the way, gonna... for all our guests that aren't watching the show, he'll walk you through what he's doing. So right now you're... Right now I'm lightly buttering our white toast. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So we can have a slight little crisp on there. Mm-hmm. After your sandwich get done, scallop sandwich. <laughs> I like yeah. how you call it a sandwich. Yeah, it is. That's what it's going to be. You hear me? <laughs> So after you get that lightly toasted, over, I mean buttered up right there, you go. So let you're that chill. 11 years old and you're handling the, the stove. Yes, I used to always just go in the kitchen and just look at my pops like this while he was making everything, and I'm like, I'm gonna go in there and make something that I know I can't burn up, but it'll still feel like I'm cooking. So hey, you hear the salami sizzling like this? Ah, oh, okay. so I was like, oh, I'm cooking now. I'm on. Feel mm-hmm. me? So, and where are your parents when you're over there playing chef? Oh, probably sleep. Yeah. What? So that lady, my mom doesn't wake up and be like, Samuel, what are you doing? <laughs> not making no cereal. I'm eating something hot. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, who got this salami? Uh, yeah, I did. I didn't. Oh, great, great, great. It's the wrong one, but it's cool. And okay. then you got to be scaling, you feel me, and push it down with your hand like that. So can you describe the salami I was supposed to get opposed to the one I got? Okay. The salami that you were supposed to get is actually about six inches circular like this with a gang of big black peppercorns in there okay. with a little bit of fat in there, too. Oh, okay, okay. Tastes and real then, good. And then these are, what, how would you describe these in comparison? These are your dainty, uh, <laughs> cuisine-ish pieces of salami. That's what you put on crackers, huh? I'd agree, but you sizzling pretty good over here, so you probably got a little action. 
I feel like here. if I was trapped on a desert island, I would eat very well with you because <laughs> you're making it work, even though I totally didn't get the the ingredients you I was supposed to get. So now it's time to add your egg in there real quick. You know I mean? you oh, so you're going to cook the salami with what? egg? You tell me. That's why it's called a scandalous sandwich. Okay, okay. I'm watching. You feel know I me? Mean? So now you go put your salami to the side, though. You feel me? You got to have them together. Teamwork. So yeah. he's cooking the salami yeah, in butter. Uh-huh. A little so, bit of butter. Yeah. And you keep the salami in there so it could get some, a little bit of the fat from the salami in the and the skillet as well with the butter. Okay. Flavor for the egg. That way you don't have to use too many seasons. Ah. Crack it on the side. Everything is scandalous. Okay. Everything's scandalous. Okay. We'll put that there. Everything's scandalous. I'm she with will. it. Everything's scandalous. Everything's scandalous. So, All right. So this dish is originating from you finding random ingredients in your kitchen without trying to burn down the house. And that's all we got. Nice. And your dad was the chef at home, not your mom? Yeah. My pops was the primary chef. My mom will see this, but I'm not tripping. She only was making spaghetti and hamburgers at first until Aww. my pops came around and then he actually elevated her whole culinary yeah. palate. Okay. So, and was your pops like a chef in real life, or what? Or you just no, of course not. Cooking? My dad was only a, a chef in the um, one of the state penitentiaries. He was the top chef in there, though. Like, oh, oh, is that what he, he? Oh, that's where he was a chef. Yeah, okay. Put your little scandalous meats to the side like mm -hmm. that. Boom. Egg almost you hit your yolk like that. Everybody don't like a fat yolk. Maybe so you got to kind of bust it down in there so it mix in. Boom. How do mm. you get that there? She's like, what is he doing? I'm going to get it together. Lightly, lightly. The studio smells great. Okay, cool. Bye, so bye. your pops is a chef in... May God rest his soul. He was a chef in the in, uh, prison, for lack of a better word. Toast going down. Correct. Say it one more time. In the, you said in the penitentiary? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then he would come home, cook for you guys, in addition to cooking at... No. Oh, okay. While he was spending his time in there, he became one of the chefs in the penitentiary. While he was spending time in there. Correct. Oh, Correct. see, plot twist. Yeah. So then he gets out and then he takes his culinary skill set to you guys? I more over think that my dad just already knew how to cook and whip up. So he just went in there and um, made his surroundings adapt to him where it's more comfortable. Okay. So it's like, instead of just sitting in this cell all day long, it's like, okay, let them know I know how to cook. So mm -hmm. now you're cooking for all the wardens and sheriffs and the police wow. in there, and you don't even have to go cook for all the inmates. Wow. See, so it was actually kind of a perk. So he didn't cook for the inmates? Correct, did not. Oh, wow, okay. Okay, see that light And then while all here. this is going on, you're at home cooking, or you're, are you uh, starting to dab into cooking yet until you Yeah, the, fir the first dish I ever made, <clears throat> Being honest, were deviled eggs. <gasps> That's deviled my favorite. That Why couldn't we have deviled eggs today? I don't know. Oh man, I <laughs> didn't know that. I love deviled eggs. Yeah, that was my first dish that okay. I ever even thought to even put on a stove. Yep. So now we come with a dab of a little mustard on the mm -hmm. first toasted one. Okay. Okay. Bob. Looking good over there, Ed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me move you to the side. Remember, remember everything's scandalous. And this, it looks like it doesn't take that long to make this dish. It don't. That's why I was in and out before my mom could smell anything in the kitchen. Okay. Feel me? So, I'm not trying to detour, but I heard that your first entrepreneur startup was you were making, you were selling quesadillas in your mom's front yard. False. 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 Okay. My Catch first me. entrepreneurial endeavor was selling candy at school from the sixth grade to high school. Oh. However, I didn't get paid for that. I was actually told that I was going to get a car, actually two cars. It was a great buddy of mine, and he promised me those two cars. And I'm still waiting for him till today. So it's it's it was a learning experience, I'll say. Mm -hmm. Because I learned how to be an excellent entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Time for the egg to touch the first part of the toast. Oh, okay, okay. And then I'm going to put these back in here just for a second. To, you know, to warm them up? Yeah, get them a little bit softer. And um, after I got out of high school, I still didn't have my car. Mm -hmm. So then I... So you're selling candy this whole time? Yep, for waiting the For the homie. And yep. you're giving him the money? Every single day. And he promises you a car? Yep. How much candy were you selling? Oh, every day for sure, for sure. At bare minimal, uh, $100 of candy a day. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was getting reported in. You feel me? Mm-hmm. 
And then after I report that in, it's like, I'm going to give me this car. That's yeah. the only thing I'm thinking. I'm going to yeah. get a car. I'm going to get a car. And then the car still never came. I mean, you got to share these hacks, man. Oh, this right here. This is how we finna melt that cheese real fast over that salami, boy. So that's going to be fine. So he just took some water for everyone listening. And he put a little dab of water in the pan while it was hot. And he put the cheese on top of the salami. He put a plate to, to kind of, I guess, keep the steam inside. Correct. I wish y'all could see what I'm seeing, but I'm trying to describe it for y'all. Because everything's scandalous. Everything's scandalous. And the cheese is melting. Um, totally works. Okay. It's your steam bouncing off the plate into the skillet and also the heat. And as it goes up and down, it's going to melt your cheese. Simple. And it doesn't take over. That was about 20 seconds. And you don't burn your hand or anything. Then we ready. So how do you go from selling candy? I, I understand you didn't get the car to, to, to becoming Chef Ocho, all flavor, no grease. Like, oh, this scandal. I want a piece. Mm-hmm. You got to make two, two of these. You know that, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Everything's scandalous. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so boom. Candy game. Stop when I was actually went on hiatus when I was in about the 12th grade. Mm-hmm. After 12th grade, got out of school. I liked weed. Weed was so intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. I started to sell weed. So I okay. became a street pharmacist for a few years. So you, weed was intriguing because you liked how it sold or you liked how it felt? Both. Okay. Both. <laughs> so it's like you get your sack. Get your money back, mm-hmm. and then you're getting high for free, basically. Mm-hmm. But I got tired of that because I didn't see, like, you no know, 401k in that after a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I have to do something that's going to give me some money. How, and really how old are sense. you about that time? 18. And you knew about a 401k? Yeah. I knew about a retirement plan. Okay, okay. I'm like, I know I'm going to need something to- You need to cook way more than this. You sure? Yes. How you know you don't even know if you're going to like it? I, I can, I can look at it. I want to get an honest Let me tell you first, something. You I can look at this dish minutes. and tell you I can eat like four of these sandwiches. Is it scandalous? It is. I want to bite it right now. I can't even wait. Is it wait. scandalous? Please feed. Just give me half. <laughs> but you got to tell Guys, me, do it look scandalous? It looks so good. Oh I want to take God. a I don't want her to say it. it's scandalous. Scandalous. It looks scandalous. Everything's scandalous. It looks so scandalous. Okay. She mm-hmm. came with a little butter knife. I got to stand up because this is so good. Sure. And he only cooked one sandwich. I don't know why he saw two plates and only cooked one sandwich, y'all. I think he thinks we're on a diet on this show. But I'm going to make him cook throughout the rest of this interview <laughs> while I eat. I said I was starving. Right. Okay, here we go. Everything's scandalous. Here yeah, go. here we go. Thank you very Enjoy. much. Enjoy. All right, I got to try this. It's over here starving. Time to keep it 100. Mm. Oh my god. Don't lie. Tell the truth. I ain't gonna lie. This is bomb. <laughs> this is amazing. And I don't really even mess with white bread, but I get why you chose white bread. Would you like to DJ Khaled and have me make another one? Can you make the rest of these? <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna describe why it's so great. Let's swap plates real quick. It's the salami is like a salty, you know, very salty. And with the egg and the bread being soft, it's, and then the cheese melts. It's simply amazing. I would, I would buy this for breakfast. I would, I would pay like five, six bucks for this. The whole combination of flavor, it's like all flavor. It's really delicious. And for all y'all listeners, when you listen to the podcast in the morning, I suggest you make this scandalous sandwich. Yeah, that's what mm. I like to hear. Everything's scandalous. Yeah, take that. And this meal isn't expensive at all. So, how do you transition from a street pharmacist to all flavor, no grease? God. Okay. She like expelled. <laughs> I actually. <laughs> Actually, um, I prayed about it mm-hmm. because I'm like, keep it real. I'm tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm only selling weed to get high, and mm-hmm. that was starting to get irritating to me because I'm oh, like, you were just selling it to get high. Were you weren't making a profit? Barely. And See, I think like, that I think that's so true. I don't think pharmacists on the street really make that much. But go on. 
for weed. For weed. Oh, for other drugs. <laughs> I didn't say that, but for weed, I'll say. You feel me? Unless you're dumping an enormous amount, like on a very, 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 very consistent basis. And once I seen that I wasn't finna transition into that, I said, okay, God, I need something better to do. Straight mm-hmm. up. So, small, still voice came to me and said, do what you learn how to do in school. So, I laughed because I was fat, stanky, wearing mm-hmm. hand-me-down clothes and shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't really even like going to school like that. The only reason why I liked going to school was for, for a band because mm-hmm. I'm a musician as well. And like I said, to make homies, make friends and shit. So, okay. I was a very loquacious and people person. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't hard to spark conversation or be cool with somebody. Yeah, yeah. But it was only going to last so long because it's like, he's standing this close. He's cool as shit, but he stank. <laughs> so, after I got out of high school... Why do you say you stink? Because I did. I was musty. I was much bigger. Mm -hmm. It's like, you got to think, a heavy guy, a big big guy could hold a lot of sweat. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Especially if you're trying to keep yourself up and then you just can't. Yeah. So, anyways, after, uh, hold on, I'm trying not to burn that real quick. I'm not even going to semi-interrupt you while you cook this deliciousness. This scandalous (laughs) deliciousness, okay? So, after, um... After I got out of high school and I started over on 108th, mm-hmm. which is the hood, mm-hmm. my neighborhood where I was born and raised at, I still didn't care about my parents that much. Mm-hmm. So then I used to just come outside, sweats, t-shirt, and all, I'm selling weed now. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I got tired of that. Then after I prayed about that, I'm like, Lord, help me. I need something better to do. He said, do what you learn how to do in school. I'm like, only thing I learned how to do in school was sell candy and make friends. So I opened up a candy house. So I'm like, right. Okay. So I asked my mom real quick. I'm like, mama, can I open up a candy house? She knew what I was doing. So she just didn't want me to do that anymore. So she's like, I don't care. So within the first three months, the candy house got the cracking. You feel me? So after the candy house get cracking, she like, uh, go get a seller's permit. She like, if you don't get a seller's permit, I'm going to shut it down. Because by this time, I'm selling Snickers, Reese's, Twix, Kit Kat, Crack for Kids, where are you selling? Where is this candy house? In my mama's front yard. I mean, in oh. her front room, in her living room. You're and then it's like, how close were you to the school to be able to do this? Shit, uh, about not even a half a mile. Wow, about a quarter mile. I was walking to school every day. Okay, so yeah. so you get your seller's permit. I get my seller's permit. So now the hood cracking. I got the candy house going. Got chili dogs, nachos, oh, wow. pickles with Kool Aid. Okay. Like I said, just I got it cracking. Yeah. So now, what was next? I go down the street. We chilling like four or five thick. Me mm-hmm. and some homies, and they make a fat joke. They're like, "Nigga, your fat ass down there selling candy. You might as well start fat selling tacos." And they laughed about it. But I thought like that was a fucking bright idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he right. I could elevate the menu a little bit. He like, don't sell them like how the, uh, how the Mexicans sell them, but sell them how your mama make them. Lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, sour cream, ketchup, hot sauce. That shit going to be bomb. So, so your mama could cook. Look, you said, said okay, I told okay, you I okay, could okay. my pops really trained us. Okay, okay. So once um they said that, uh-huh. I capitalized on the joke. They said that one Friday. I did it one Tuesday. It was a success. I actually made uh, 50 mm-hmm. bucks profit. Okay. And I looked at the 50 bucks and was like, I did it just like this. I said, I'm going to blow this up. I'm like, I done took a $50 double up of some 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 work before, and then it took forever to try to make this money. And I said, I just did this in two hours with some ground beef, ground turkey, and some shredded chicken breast tacos. Yeah. I tried it again the following week. Success. I made 73 bucks. So now I'm thinking, I'm like, this going to be something. That's all I thought. Like, this finna be something. What? I don't know. See, everything's scandalous. You gotta rub it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything's scandalous. I love how you make your food. So. <laughs> I love I love everything you're doing right now. So, um, after. I'm gonna eat too. Go on. After, where we at now? The candy house, the taco joke. Mm-hmm. After the tacos became a hit, because everybody bit on it, mm-hmm. like, oh, Sam Bam got tacos. Mm-hmm. Sam Bam got tacos. So now that's cracking. So now I get inspired to make an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Before that even come, the name yeah, All Flavor No Grease uh, came in a dream. Mm-hmm. Promise to God. Like I woke up like three in the morning and just said, All Flavor No Grease. 
And I asked my, I said, what is that? Mm-hmm. So my mom, she'll get irritated if you go wake her up out of her sleep. <laughs> I jotted to the, I walked to the back room. <laughs> and then as I walked to the back room, I woke my mom, I'm like, mama, all flavor, no grease. First thing she said, not, boy, get your ass out of here, none of that. Well, she <laughs> said, that's catchy. I said, I'm on to something. So then I was inspired to make an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Boom. I was only inspired to make three, I mean, to promote three things, food, God, and positivity. Mm-hmm. I said, that's easy. Promote food, get a good camera, good angles, great dish. Mm-hmm. God, I go to church every Sunday, put an inspirational text up with a nice little picture saying, God bless you. Feel <laughs> me? And then I said, positivity. Hmm, that's the challenge. How will you do that, Sam? I said, all right, I'm going to reach out to all different walks of life, white, black, Asian, doctors, lawyers, police, I don't care who you are. And I don't want nothing from you, but for you to come and try the food and tell a friend. Mm -hmm. And you feel me? Just come back, only if you like it. And my pitch was, thanks for coming to All Flavor No Grease. We hope that you enjoy the food. If you enjoy the food, we ask that you leave a comment on our post. It's worth more than a tip. Please tell and tag a friend. And most importantly, please come back again. And you'll be surprised who has a big following that's coming to support you. You could pop up out the blue. You got like 7 million followers, but she brought you through that only got like 200. But she's like, girl, I want you to taste these tacos. You come over, you lose your mind. The best tacos you... Now what you doing? I just came to the east side of these fire tacos. Now the following just starts to grow and grow Mm -hmm. and grow. So everything was really done organically. Yeah. But shit, it was the grind. It just took time. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. So how old are you when this is all going on? Because it seems like you're extreme levels of youngness. I started 26, 10 years ago. 26, wow. Yes, wow. 10 years ago. And during your whole journey, it, it sounds like one one foot led to another, but I'm sure there were points where it wasn't easy, like when you're talking expansion, I would have guessed, because you're a food titan now, you know? Right. It actually never, ever, ever suspected that it was going to even go this far. It was only, wow, <laughs> everything scandalous you to play. Mm-hmm. But um, it never was suspected to go this far. I always thought that the candy house and mm-hmm. everything was just going to be he's cleaning up. a so small little know, hustle. No, no one ever cleans on this you show. You feel me? I- <laughs> but, but I appreciate it. But continue. I'm sorry. I just had to shout that out. No worries. I just, I looked at it as a small hustle. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I was tired of, like I said, selling weed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wanted to do better. I knew I wanted more. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's not going to happen with me selling weed. Mm-hmm. So when I started to push the line with the fool, it opened doors that I never thought in life. Interviews, everything. Mm-hmm. And it made it even better once... The following reached past 10,000. Mm-hmm. And then the interviews start coming from everywhere. Mm-hmm. The people start coming from everywhere. And 
it's just been a like a the little engine that could mm-hmm. going up the hill. Like he's catching a little momentum. He's trying. He's not really going backwards, but it's like he's struggling. Mm-hmm. But one thing, the little engine never could. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. One thing he never did was stop. Yes. He never gave up. No matter how much gas, no matter how much, but he just kept going. And shit, I did the same thing till today. And there were no points where there was like a. I I I feel like you're full of faith, but was there any point where you were like, oh, this is a very uncomfortable position or a tight position? You didn't know what to do. Hell yeah, I was. I was selling weed with my boy Boosie, mm-hmm. the one who the manager of my mm-hmm. food truck today. So, for, but I'm gonna show you how you respect the grind. Yes. Boom. While I was getting money with him at first, when I told him like, "All right, bro, I'm finna leave it alone," like mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm finna really, 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 really hang it up. He like, "Nigga, hey, you lying? Mm-hmm. Like you ain't finna stop selling weed like this? This not like that. This is what we do." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Nah, bro, I'm really serious." So once he seen that I was really sincere about what I was talking about. He would come over with his little cup of lean and shit. Mm-hmm. Feel me? He'd come over and say, let me get some of the tacos. So he was supporting. But anytime that I needed a little extra help, boo, let me hold 50 real quick so I can make sure I got enough meat for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Here. Then uh-huh. I'll go back and tear it off right that same night as wow. soon as I make it back. Yeah. So once he seen, hey, thank you, Lord. Once he seen that all flavor was starting to catch a little traction, mm-hmm. he was like, all right, he got kids. Yeah. So he was like, he came to me. <clears throat> he said, I want to be down with you. I'm like, you bullshitting. He like, I'm for real. He like, nigga, I ain't re- I see exactly what you did. He said, you stopped. You were serious. And you made it make sense. He was like, the weed game ain't going like that no more for us. And you know that. I said, it's been stopped for me. Yeah. So he like, give me a chance. Mind you, my boy a little slow and everything, but I gave him a chance, though. Yeah. Feel me? So, Boosie came in. So, now that's two people out of the weed game. All right, go on, go on, go on. I'm sorry. So I now, love this. So, now, Boosie, he came over to show his loyalty mm-hmm. and came through and cut the shrimp up into nuggets. I'm talking about pounds of shrimp. Not 10, not 5. Pounds. He okay. done cut up a hundred pounds of shrimp mm-hmm. <clears throat> with a pair of scissors into shrimp nuggets. Okay. To show his loyalty. Okay. And once he did that, I'm like, all right, let me give you a chance doing this. Let me give you a chance doing that. And he said he kept proving himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. You down with me now? Yeah. And then we just we're steady climbing up the ladder. Like wow. he got the truck running right now on Downey and Artesia wow. while I'm here. Wow. That's my boy. And then he. Are you about to cry? No, I'm going to laugh so I won't because it's so serious. No, I want to see it all. No, girl. (laughs) But he'll tell me a lot. Like, he likes. You're going to make me cry. Like, Sam, you saved my life, fool. On everything. He like, you know what we was doing. He like, nigga, you helped me with my kids. You feel me? And he he just. I know, you're going to make me cry. Sandwich is fire. (laughs) You got to say stuff to try to make me (laughs) tear from it. Feel me? And the water is wet. <laughs> and that is mustard and miracle that we put on this sandwich. But bro lets me know a lot. Like, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I I call him out the blue. Yeah. Like, nigga, I love you. Like, you feel me? Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, like I appreciate you. Cause you ain't gotta do the things you do. No. Even the times when I'm not making the money, it's been plenty of times where he like, we gotta do what we gotta do. Mm-hmm. Because we're we laying a foundation. Yeah. He used to say we getting our shit together because he didn't know about laying a foundation. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's getting all of his yeah. everything elevated yeah. now just by hanging. You yeah, feel yeah. me? And I appreciate him so much. Mm-hmm. Love his kids to death. His youngest son. That's my godson. Mm-hmm. And it's like he he riding with me. Mm-hmm. He riding with me. And it's like it's so amazing to see that powerful transition like that because that's all we know. Yeah. Simply smoke weed and try to get some money and do it again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you. Even from this broke this, like you utilized every, like everything that you were surrounded by, like your environment, you used it for the greater good. Like from your dad cooking in front of you, from the opportunity to sell candy from a young age, even though you didn't get the car, you know, to like, even like how you made the sandwiches, working with stuff that was in your fridge. It was done for two reasons. A, to, I can't believe I'm even saying this. A, to try to be accepted. 
slash I don't even care about being accepted now because the second part was me just being comfortable with me being me. And since I've become grown, I've become more content with that. Just me being me. My homies used to be like, why are you trying to talk white and shit when I used to, like, like I gave you that pitch for when after you come to All Flavor. Thanks for coming to All Flavor, no degrees, XYZ. Yeah. They're like, why the fuck are you talking like that? You just talking like you white. No, why? Because I'm using a little etiquette and grammar when I talk like I'm supposed to, like a regular human being. Yeah. Just because you're not thinking to utilize your regular, like. Yeah. So it used to make me, like, think, like, damn, you're really fucking weird. Yeah. But I said, you know what? I won't even do that because that's wasting time dwelling on something that's not going to have no profit or no gain for you. Yeah. So you worry about you. You yeah. do your thing. Yeah. And since I prompt, thank you, God, since I've been doing my thing and being led by inspiration mm-hmm. and just being faithful to what I believe in, sky's been the limit. Yeah. Um, I've been realizing more and more in today's world, like even when I meet people, the realer they are, like I... Like I could fall in love with somebody instantly when they're themselves. You're like, oh my God, that person was so, you know, I like literally, I'm like glowing ear to ear. Like, I'm sure I'm going to be like that with you all day. I'm going to be talking about you. But one thing you did say, and I kind of want to focus on, as you said, it started with you being, wanting to be accepted. Like, can you kind of go over that a little bit more in detail? Shit, being fat and stinky with no real life, like. Homies that's genuinely your homies, but they only your homies because y'all from the same neighborhood, but you really don't kind of relate and mesh with them. But it's like you want to relate and mesh with them because these your homies. Yeah. These are motherfuckers who you seeing every day. These are your friends. These are the ones who you going to school with. But when you seeing them acting weird, you thinking like, damn, now I could say it's weird, but I did. I would say acting different or I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. But now I'm understanding, like, why they acting weird. I'm trying to figure, how can I be weird, too? Or how can I just be in? Man, I want to fit in. I just want to, feel me? How do you roll the blunt? Or how do you just cuss like this? Or use this? But it's like, all the time, that wasn't you. Yeah. It wasn't you. Like, fast rewind. My background, born and raised in church. I wasn't even supposed to be born. My mom had cysts on her ovaries and everything. She was prayed for by the bishop. Then she went up about a couple months later to a prophet lady that was at the church that said, like, are you expecting a baby? She said, yes, I am. She's like, what do you want to have? She said, a little girl. She said, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're going to have a little boy and his name should be Samuel and that he'll be a prophet and that he'll prophesy all over the land and tell the good news. So my mama looked at her like, you done lost your mind. Like, I'm only two months pregnant. How you going to tell me I'm going to have a little boy? So fast forward seven months later, she ended up having a little boy and naming me Samuel. And it's like, by me having that type of background and then the environment that I was hanging around, it always was an off balance. Yeah. Because she's steady coming outside before the streetlights come on. Samuel, <laughs> come in the house. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like I do not want to go in the house yeah. right now. It's just now. Sun going down, it's cracking, more homies coming out. But it's like, no, I didn't understand then. I just yeah. thought you were being an overprotective, hating-ass mother mm-hmm. all the time. You foreseen, mom, thanks, what the mischief and BS was already about to turn into because you've been around the block before. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm grown, it's just, it's just different now. It's like I'm glad that she was doing what she was doing then of because course, yeah. it helped me now to where... The majority of them people, even if they are still alive or just, you know, fell fall into the wayside a little bit, they done inquired about jobs and everything from me. Wow. Now, <clears throat> wow, that's deep. That's real. So sometimes, uh, for me personally, as I grow or pursue my dreams, I've noticed there's a divide when it comes to friendships. So you have the friends that are down for you when you're down, like, hey, I don't have any money. You know, here's an opportunity to sell weed, for instance. But then you also have those friends that are down for you. But when you're up, they kind of hate you. Have you experienced that all? Shit, now. Could never experience that really while I was growing up. I ain't had shit. (laughs) What you go hate on? Yeah. I was always like the... the, the popular pawn. You play chess? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not good at it, but. You know the pieces? You yeah, know I the know pond the pieces. Is? Yeah. I was like a popular pawn. Mm-hmm. Why you say that, Keith? Because it was like, I was always strategic how I was pushed. Mm-hmm. You'll think that he going this way and right before you get to that square, he's already on this square. Mm-hmm. And it's a game for a couple more moves that's coming. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
Sam got the gift for gab. Sam is a people person. Sam going to make the people laugh. Sam, Sam, Sam. I was a common denominator. Mm -hmm. You feel me? However, it was like I still kind of stood out like the ugly duckling. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, I'm I'm the big guy. Yeah, like I yeah. said, I But you also me. thought different. True. I mean, you may have, did you mask it? Because you clearly thought way different than everybody else. No, because I was scared to even say something because I was scared of your opinion or what mm -hmm. you might think. So I'll just bottle a gang of shit. Yeah. A gang of Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So now that you're successful, have you experienced the people that actually hate your success from your own community? Yep, the ones that I don't let be. Well, sort of, kind of. Because the ones that used to be in the neighborhood, they moved away now. Mm -hmm. So it's like I don't really have to deal with that mm -hmm. no more. And like I said, a few people done passed away. Mm -hmm. The ones that used to say the little slander and jokes and shit like that. So it's like, it's kind of different now. Mm -hmm. Especially by me being on a pedal stool in their mm -hmm. eyes. It's like they just approach me different. Just the conversation is mm -hmm. different. It's like, this is just different now. Yeah. So future-wise, like where where do you see the future for All Flavor No Grease? Going to the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. Future for all flavor, no grease. I see a brick and mortar restaurant, hopefully and prayerfully, over by the new SoFi Ram Stadium. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> so we're 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 working towards that. And you know, you know, the LA Rams are moving to Woodland Hills. And I'm not saying just because I live in the Valley. Just because I live in the Valley, I'm just saying Woodland Hills, the LA Rams Stadium, is moving to the old mall over there. And so, you know, if all flavor, no grease, by happens, but a grace of God wants to go over there, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, just saying, that's a good opportunity too, you know. I'm moreover working on that. Probably okay. getting a few food trucks set in different areas and counties out here in California, okay. as well as a few in the South. And I actually want to focus more on, which I should have said first, is my calling ministry and oh. even motivational keynote speaking. I love being in front of the people. I feel like you'd be great. You'd be <laughs> Thank great. you. I just love being in front of the people. <clears throat> I love sharing my testimony and my experience mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people can relate. Mm -hmm. And I also, like I promise you, I also cannot wait to be in front of the big camera. I want to act so bad. Really? So, so, so bad. Are you tr are you pursuing it or are you too busy? A little bit. But now since things are starting to open up, the busyness is kind of, you know, spreading itself out. You taking care of this. Whitney's taking care of this. Don's taking care of this. Okay. So now Keith is starting to have a little bit more free time. Okay. However, I don't want the free time to turn into idle time. Got it. I love it. You feel I me? love it. Yeah. You feel me? You want your free time to be utilized in the right way. Mm -hmm. Because once you become idle, then your mind is vulnerable and open to doing all kind of mischief. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. Mm -hmm. You want to still remain busy. So... Hopefully and prayerfully, I just meet the right connect. And it's so, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, bro, from Disney Plus to the Steve Harvey show to Kelly Clarkson show to every last single person who came to do an interview or show, mm -hmm. I had to ask them, so how'd you find me? First thing we say, oh, we ran across your page. Oh, uh, uh, something just popped up. Yeah. To let you know that. I'm only doing what I'm doing on my side by exercising faith and putting work behind it. For the Bible teaches us faith without works is dead. Yes. So if you put some work behind your faith, something that's when you can look for something to happen out yeah. of the sky. Yeah, yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. And I promise, like, that's how it's been happening. Like, 98% of the 
endeavors that I've been on and and just level ups as has been off like. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we want you, buddy. Yeah, Flying that's how out. that's how eating while broke got off the ground. I was I was working on the show and no lie, I got a call. Not trying to tell the whole story, but I got a call and the show got picked up before we even launched. <laughs> It was like, uh, we want the show now. I'm like, but it's it's just fair. We want it now. Yeah. That's big. It was it was a fluke. And it's so crazy because just slightly off subject, I was just telling uh, one of my colleagues, Lee, uh, just yesterday. I said, bro, I said, even during the pandemic, mm-hmm. during every step of the way, I said, we ain't asked for nothing. I said, we haven't gotten out a grant loan, nothing, not a nothing illegal, you, nothing. But you didn't try to get uh, PPP or anything? We tried to go about everything the right way. Yeah. Uh, it didn't get approved. Don't mm-hmm. know why. It yeah. didn't question it. Okay. Only thing we did was stay down, devoted, and worked hard mm-hmm. and still doing it till today. So I told him, I said, bro, we haven't even reaped our harvest of blessings yet as far as just donations and gifts and people just say, here, I feel you deserve this yeah. because we just sow in the field going hard and working hard. I said, so long as we keep doing that, I said, we got a harvest to reap sooner than later. Yeah. And then how did COVID-19 affect your business? COVID-19 affected my business in a peculiar way. And the reason why I say that is because the dining did stop. However, we're a food truck. So it was to-go food. Mm -hmm. Now, that was a perk because a lot of people were. Mm -hmm. He's trying to keep this food warm for us. Like I said, going to a lot of to-go spots. Mm -hmm. And um, the food truck industry is actually oversaturated right now Mm -hmm. with a different type of just genre of food from different angles. And a lot of people is not serious about the whole entrepreneurial hustle within itself and a lot of people looking at it like all right let me just go make some bread real quick mm-hmm. i know i can cook or i feel like i cook my aunt said i can cook let me go try to do this and then it's like you fall off in three to six months and it's like you don't waste the time the food truck industry is kind of expensive too so if you're half-assing it or you're not really passionate about what you're doing you're looking at and if from a money perspective, you're going to lose. Just the truck alone, and I won't say no numbers after this, but just the food truck alone mm-hmm. and to the commissary is the mm-hmm. place where you park your food mm-hmm. truck, 5000 mm-hmm. That's no home that's bill. monthly. Monthly. So you guys don't even have a rent or, you know, you're just parking it for the night. And I, I would assume you get to dump your grease there, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You get to dump everything like waste. You get to refill with water. You get ice. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's a proper storage. But just for your truck rent or lease, unless you own the truck, mm-hmm. a newer truck, which mm-hmm. means you done paid over 180000 mm-hmm. for it, which I highly doubt a lot of people in the industry yeah. is doing right now, you're leasing it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you're paying your your commissary fee of five grand plus your lease fee. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Your commissary fee is a thousand. Your truck will be about four thousand. Oh. So that's why I said five grand a month for that. Damn. And that's just like I said, that's just for your business. That's not talking about yeah, food. Come on. And food has an expiration date. So if those people don't eat it, what and do food you do is yet? also upon inflation right now. Jeez. Bad. Mm-hmm. That's why when I go to McDonald's, it's like fifteen dollars. I'm. I'm. That was a question. And I'm giving you oh. a look like you're right. <laughs> You're Damn. absolutely correct. And for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're not even sharing with nobody. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's about really adapting and then mm-hmm. trying to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But, but now with the food truck industry, do you deal with like cash flow issues? The food truck industry goal low-key crack inevitably. Because not only is it new to the culture, but it's a variety of food going on. So it's really just based on the type of product that you're presenting mm-hmm. to the economy. If they filling you, they filling your product, then that's a given. The yeah. cash flow is going to happen. But if they're not, then it's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, then you then you end up. That's where you end up shutting down, I guess. Correct for, for those people that do. Because it's a hype. Mm-hmm. In a peak, so it's like a skyrocket. Mm-hmm. See, but you need a cake. You know what a cake is for fireworks? No. Firework cake when is When you say one... cake, all I thought about was like a seven-layer chocolate cake, but go on. A cake <laughs> is actually like a, a box, yeah. and you light it one time, and it has a numerous amount of shots on there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? A lot of people getting in the food truck, even the whole culinary industry from mm-hmm. restaurants, pop-ups, mm-hmm. food trucks, they're doing like a skyrocket. Mm-hmm. They go up... Pow! 
and then the stick just falls down. Yeah. You want to be like a cake that don't stop or like a switchboard that Disneyland lose. You light yeah. it one time and it's cracking. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You keep the momentum going. Yeah. But if your dish and your work ethic is only worth a skyrocket and you getting into the big league with the yeah. switchboards yeah. And, the, and the cakes, it's like yeah. you effing up for us, bro. You in yeah. the way. When I talk to a lot of the entrepreneurs in Los Angeles, the black entrepreneurs, I feel like there's a level of love and unity amongst you guys. Uh Um, What do you, where do you think that comes from or like, how how does that happen? Because I do notice that you guys all support each other. Or am I? Or I could be misled. Maybe no, you guys no, don't. No, 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 no. For the most part, everybody does. Yeah, but on the black side. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, everybody does. But you know, even certain black people find a reason to hate on something for some yeah. reason. It just in their DNA. However, it was never really a problem for me because, like I said, my whole mission from the gate was to make friends and food. Yeah, you feel course, me? That was yeah. like low key my mission statement: bringing unity to the community through food. Mm-hmm. So. I never had a problem going to go meet Larry, Moe, Curly, Joe, Tom, and Harry. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's not a people person like me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people uh, get information and say like, all right, I'm looking at him do that. All right, that's simple. That's easy. Fuck it. Let me go try it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they go try it. Yeah. And it actually cracked for the first month. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, where's Joe? Yeah. You need some some substance. Like you're like, what you gonna like, do to keep you going? I feel like passion plays a huge role. Like if you get into anything you're doing for money, it's, it's short lived. I I agree a hundred percent for the simple fact. My passion is not food. My passion is the people. Mm. If you keep the Even people, you cook so damn good. Trip this. <laughs> if you keep the people happy through the food, mm-hmm. you own. Okay. My customer service is only like a perk that's on a hundred mm-hmm. that keeps them coming back. That's yeah. like keep them coming back. Like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'm the fisherman of men with that, yeah. but I'm fishing for the men and women with the food. That's my bait. Okay. okay. Wow, that was a good one. Mm, that you. was a good one. That was a good one. This yeah. is the bait. Yeah. And wow, and I'm reeling them in with just me being me. Yeah. So with you being you, I know there's a tour going on. You're coming up. Can you tell us where we can find you and bump into you and all the Antasia food? Of course, of course, of course. He's looking at his phone right now. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, in the, middle, in the middle of everybody, he's looking at his phone. Go on. Yeah, well, we actually have a food truck slash restaurant business summit tour coming up. Okay. And this will mainly, like, highlight... A lot of Q&A mm-hmm. for banking, permits, paperwork, catering, branding. It's like a lot of questions that you might have for business. You probably got an answer from over here, but you want some different insight. Yeah. I is this get... my, mainly towards the food industry or is it could be any industry as an entrepreneur? We'll, we'll highlight food majority of the time. Okay. However, it's like all over for business. Though. Okay, okay. I like so, that. It's actually going to be something new and different. Mm-hmm. That's why we're also um, not looking for, but looking for sponsors as well oh, to pick up this new wave that we're actually about to start. Okay. Because the wave that will touch these different cities and states, like we're actually starting on, um, I think it's Sunday evening or Monday in um, Las Vegas, Nevada. That'll oh, be okay. our first stop. Okay. And then we're going to head to Indianapolis. Then we'll go to Houston. Then we'll go to Atlanta. Then I think it's Norfolk. And you're Virginia. driving all your trucks there. No, oh, no. Okay, okay. This first go around, oh. right? A lot of people have been hitting me up on a DM asking that too. Yeah, like, yeah. Are you bringing? The yeah, like, mm-hmm. But I told them like, no, nah, this will be a big Q and A this time. Oh, and so I, this is like, uh, okay, continue. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying this, to vision it. This summit will be more for just enlightenment. Okay, okay. You feel me? Shining a different light on just business, especially for the culinary industry. Wow. So like. I know it's a lot of people starting up businesses, and it's a lot of people, like I said, with questions and answers. We don't have them all, but we've had a different side of town experience, and we all been in the game for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, my enlightenments can help you in some yeah. way. Of course, of course. So where do they find out? Where to find you? Cool beans. Well, you can find me, or you can find all of us on 
our social networks mm-hmm. at All Flavor No Grease on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, you can actually look at the link in the bio or you can actually go to the DM, reach out to us. My mm-hmm. team's going to attack it so fast and be so responsive, mm-hmm. so quick. So by mm-hmm. the time you get in, it'll be out already. And you handle your social for, for some of the time. Yeah. Like I'm more over the talent for the social. Okay. Like when it's time to just, yeah, you can pull up on the Ocho, yeah, yeah, yeah. come and get it. All that. You feel yeah. me? That's me. Or if it's a personal DM, you feel me, where somebody okay. probably came through and said, I didn't agree with the food or something, then I respond back. Sorry oh, for the inconvenience. Cool. You know, I apologize. You know that we're not perfect. Yeah. Sometimes we tend to miss the mark. Yeah. However, thanks for your support. I appreciate you patronizing. And if you choose to come back, hopefully it'll be a better experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. like I said, just trying to capitalize with great customer service. Because if you make a person feel good with an all right dish, they're going to say it's great. Yeah. But if you make a person feel bad with a dish that was good, they're still going to say that wasn't nothing. Yeah. They're going to automatically like like speak down on the yeah, food like the food was all right. Yeah, yeah. But his attitude was even shittier. Yeah, yeah. You know? When I get Jamaican in LA, I just assume that the customer service is going to suck really bad. But I can't turn down oxtail, so... Love I deal him. with it. Love him to do. And so if you want to check out All Flavor No Grease, if you go on his Instagram, you should be able to find out where that truck is. Typically, it's in South LA. But yes. He, but he is expanding. But the best way to stalk him, find him, and eat good, and have good customer service, is probably starting with Instagram, All Flavor No Grease. I am truly blessed to have eaten this broke dish because it is scandishly delicious. Everything's scandalous. Yes, and you have been a true inspiration, and I thank you for what you've done for the community. And you are the first episode to make me cry, and Aww. I absolutely adore you. Thank you I so totally much. love you. I'm going to totally be sliding in those DMs way more than I have to be. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening. Check out another episode on Eating While Broke wherever you get your podcasts. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Eating While Broke. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.